Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk with Dom Mann of DM Productions about all the different types of content from short form to medium form to long form. So he's going to help explain the whole process and when to use which right after this. Hey, welcome back to Watch Time. Again, we are really excited to have a special guest with us today. We have Dom Mann of DM Productions. Welcome, Dom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure thing. Um, so why don't we just start a little bit by telling us what, uh, how you got into video and, and about DM Productions. Sure. So I started video super young, probably like seventh grade. I just started getting introduced to it through like the first iPhone that had super slow motion capabilities, or at least the one that they uh, advertised to have that specifically. And so I just got into that and recorded just slow motion of literally anything, like throwing snow into the air, throwing some sort of confetti, just particles and different things. And that just led down this rabbit hole of like, how can I make this better? How can it be cooler? Like, what are the different things that you can get into with this? That's not just slow motion. So then that was just constant YouTube education, just researching about cameras, of course, the iPhone, because I was specifically using that at the time. And then it kind of snowballed into, all right, what else can I do with it? And, um, I actually wanted to be some sort of YouTube influencer at the start. And so in front of camera, and then eventually it turned into, all right, how can I tell stories of other people and like other things and companies uh, that wasn't so much focused on me? Because yes, I did. I kind of liked it being in front of the camera, but it wasn't necessarily like my thing. Uh, and so it pivoted to doing stuff for the school that I was attending. And then they eventually started asking me to make some content for them. And people just saw, like family members, friends, they saw, oh, those are pretty cool. Could you make this for us? Could you do this? And it kind of just eventually formed into a business over time. That's awesome. Um, and so I, I know another thing that we've talked about, too, is is like us, you're very focused on, on the marketing aspect of, of video, video marketing. Can you talk about that and why you think that's important? Mm -hmm. So people think that a video is going to solve their problems. And to just be straight up, a video is not going to solve your problem. You need to focus on the strategy and multiple videos because like we were talking a little mm -hmm. bit before this started was that <clears throat> people will come to us saying, hey, we need this video for this reason. And really what it comes down to is they're not really thinking about the problem. They just saw a cool video from either a competitor or just something online. And then we're like, they're rambling or, or scrambling to get a video for their business because they feel like they're missing out and video is the hot new thing, um, especially with short form content. And so that's really their issue is that they're, they're not thinking about the problems or how it's going to solve stuff where when people come to us, uh, we kind of like slow them down and like, mm -hmm. let's think about like, what is this going to do? How are the videos actually going to work with each other? Because one video, you can spend a ton of, mo ton of money on it. A production company could do exactly what you want. And then if it's not doing something for you and if it's not working for you, you wasted money. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's, yeah. uh, that's, I like that um, you, uh, you definitely hit on the point that like there's more of an, it's not just a video. They have a need that they're trying to fulfill. And like that's something we've been really trying to preach on, on the podcast for a while and um, with our clients. And it's, it, it is, it's, it's tough because to your point, like people are going to see like, 
what their competitors are doing or they see like what's mainstream or, you know, I was watching, you know, this celebrity on TikTok and I want to do this now. And um, they don't really stop to think, you know, how that's going to affect them. And I, I mean, let me know too what your thoughts are because it's probably similar. Like, I feel like a lot of those people when they're in that mindset, they're just thinking about, I want a ton of views or a ton of followers. And I think that one video is going to like solve that for them. That, that initial like FOMO, fear of missing out, that that's like a good like... I don't know, like a little kickstart to them, mm -hmm. but then the way that they're trying to go about it just for the views, just to get this, just to get that, uh, definitely they're, they're kind of missing the point mm -hmm. because yeah, um, they really need a professional that can teach them, walk them through the strategy and figure out all the, you know, back end stuff that's required to actually get some sort of result. Well, and as we were talking about earlier too, and I think this is like a good like segue into these into some of the different content types is you know talking about like the the other thought is like people want to have this this video that's going to get them you know these views and this like viral like uh, following but they also think that it needs to be super quick and that every video should be super quick and you know if you want to talk a little bit about you know there's different for, I know there's different types or forms of you know types of videos you can kind of go into maybe kind of talking about you know short form uh, short form versus medium versus long and kind of, you know, kick that off, you know, what you've seen and what you've done with it. So there's a ton of different videos that people could make from stuff that's forward facing, like promotional videos and stuff publicly. There's stuff behind the scenes where uh, you, you sign on new con, uh, you sign on new clients and then you send them a video instantly through some sort of automated thing, kind of walking them through like, what are the next steps? Here's what we're going to do. Uh, and then there's longer form content kind of like this, where it's just conversational. You could break it into small form content. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, I guess, breaking it down is the short, short form content, like really, really quick content, I guess, under a minute, mm -hmm. maybe even under 30 seconds. Those type of like TikTok videos mm -hmm. uh, definitely build brand awareness and can go viral. They can do a lot of stuff for you. But if you don't have the other ones in place, then like if you're only, let's say you're only doing short form content, mm -hmm. then as soon as they want to take an action and they step to your website, they're hit with a wall of text, instant like roadblock. Mm -hmm. So having the other things in place, you go from the short form to the website then they can watch another video kind of walking you through the brand, walking through some of the value propositions that your product or service gives. And then they can see the testimonials underneath that. And it's just a, once you have all those things built out, it's like a really, really powerful effect of go from short form to the website. They watch more content. They watch testimonials, the social proof. And then when they do decide to do something, they're also sent another video. It's like everything is covered. Yeah. And you don't have to be there to do it. Right. I think just kind of, I think there, you, you broke that down really well. And I think mm -hmm. there may be some people that are kind of focused on more like traditional marketing that might say, well, what's wrong? Like, you know, you, you use that short form content to drive someone to your website and then they can just read the text. But I feel like there, that there's a like elemental um, understanding of just like how the human brain works and like, especially how people are used to kind of, um, learning about a company um, today in 2023 where like that has become a problem. So, um, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about that at all, where, where it's like pe people kind of just want like the path of least resistance, you know, mm -hmm. like you're watching something and like 
it may sound crazy, but to stop and to, you know, you get, oh, this cool video. I'm just going to, you know, because you've already like disrupted their journey on um, social media. You've gotten their attention, which is a huge success. And really just having to to get on a website and then have to like switch your brain and like work to read something really, really can be a roadblock. So I guess, you know, so can you can you jump in more detail about like how how having a video there can kind of like provide a more fluid process for people coming in from social media? Like what kind of stuff will they want to see there um, rather than text? For sure. Like you said, the past the path of least resistance and uh, being able to go there and to watch the video, they don't really have to do anything. They just have to experience it. But also with text and with pictures, you're not getting that emotional journey that a video can take you on. Right. So you're causing these things within you to move. Your brain, your heart can connect with basically the screen because we have these things called mere neurons within our brain that when you see something happen, you can you're like envisioning it and feeling it within you. That's why you cry during movies. That's why you cry during some sort of super emotional commercial. And like it can tug at your heartstrings because of those things in our brain. So that's the difference between text and photo is that they can't cause that to the extent that video can because you can see it all happening. And then the other thing is there's just so much that can happen in a video. You have the video, you have the audio, you have animations, you have text, you have all of the different things that like these marketers are using to get your attention all in one. Mm -hmm. So if it can flow smoothly and move with all those different aspects, it's the most powerful thing. Well, that's that's really good points. And um, I, what I think is interesting too, you know, when you're talking about like people that like land on the, on your website, right? And I was thinking about like as you were explaining like this 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 journey that you're taking people on with the videos on their on your website. I think where a lot of clients get tripped up, in my opinion, is I think they start thinking like when they think short form is like they you know you were like you were saying like they only have short form. And I think part of that is because they're thinking like social media, like in terms of like scrolling and like, well, people aren't going to stop the scroll to watch like something longer form, like that might be on a website or medium form rather. And um, I think what they're forgetting is that by the time somebody gets to your website, they've kind of already bought in. Like they bought in enough to like you've bought more of their attention versus like when you were saying like the short form content that people are only producing that, you know, when they get to the website and there's all that text, they're like, okay, well, you've bought my attention. Now I'm here, but what they're not thinking is that while a text, to your point, it's like, I feel like when this happens to me as a buyer, I'm like, well, you haven't bought that much of my attention. I'm going to read all these paragraphs. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm actively searching. I noticed this in my own buying behaviors. I'm actively searching through a website, like trying to find a video. And then if I don't, I'm like, okay, back. And then you, you search again, like, okay, back. And I just keep doing that because I don't want to waste my time reading the text. So to your point, like, I feel like people want to be taken on that journey and that's why it's so so powerful too you know like when they land there um have you have you seen like so like after somebody's kind of like made their way to the website and they're kind of like going through this content like how do you kind of see long form content being something that is like that next is it that next step is it more education before they make that purchase is it like more of a tool for after the purchase like where do you see that long form kind of fitting in to that strategy i guess So, I mean, I guess it depends how you're using the long form Mm -hmm. and the long form is just like the whole thing. Like that could be this whole podcast, but this podcast could also be the short form at the same time because it could be broken down into 
the little bits that we're seeing go viral on TikTok from the, you know, the very popular podcasts. So it depends how you want to do it and how you're structuring it. But either way, um, you can make both content at the same time. And the most efficient way to make the content is to do a long form, then break it up and post it, uh, which would not only push them to your website, but then would also, if they want to hear the rest of the conversation, go watch the full thing. So it's kind of just like a full circle of, if you are actually interested, the full thing is on YouTube, it's on some, some platform. Mm -hmm. So they can go do that. And long form builds uh, a... Let's see what's the correct word it builds a more dedicated audience i think in terms of they want to know more they want to be on that platform with that type of content with you guys longer so it's building that something that very short form content cannot like you're building very strong fans with long form yeah. versus tiktok creators where they're only posting those they might have really strong fans mm. but as we've seen some of the platforms get derailed and they have to move to a different one or start doing some sort of different content, they can't pivot as well as people that started with long form that have okay. more dedicated fans. That makes sense, actually. That like when you when you put it that way, because like I think about like so like my 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 wife like loves TikTok. Like she's a big TikTok user. And like I think about like I, I'm a big podcast listener. I like podcasts. And I think about like my buy-in for a podcast host versus like her buy-in for like a TikTok um, influencer. And like, like she's, I feel like she's really into their content, but I feel like she knows less of their story. I mean, she knows, she knows some, like some of them that are really good at telling their story, like, and she's watched a lot of their content. I feel like she kind of has bought in a little more, but some of them, she doesn't really know their story where I feel like with the long form, like the podcast listening, I feel like a lot of these um, hosts have talked about their story. And I feel like I kind of, almost like I know their journey at that point. So like when they do jump to, and this just happened last weekend, I had a podcast host that jumped to like Facebook Live to do something and like it popped up on my phone and I was like, oh, he's on Facebook Live today. And I just like, you know, turned it on and I was like, you know, getting ready for my day, brushing my teeth and stuff and like watching his live, you know? So I, mm -hmm. I, I see what you mean there. Like I, I feel like, and that's only because like I know his story and like, I'm like, yeah, like I want, of course I want to see his content. Like, I don't care where he's at, you know? So that's right. a good point. Yeah, I I think too like that it's it really dispels the myth that like people will only watch short term like short content. Like I just think so many marketers and business owners think that. Um the truth is that if people really have um you know they they are a good buyer for your products or services or um you know they 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 your, me your message is like resonating with them, like they will watch a longer video. You just can't, you have to buy their trust first. Like like you said, at that point, they are um, dedicated, you know, and, and I think one, if, if you can, there are programs out there and stuff where like you can track um, how much of the video people are watching and like who's watching those videos. Those are, are really great prospects. You know, the people that are at that point and watching your entire long form content, but you know, are they going to are they going to watch that tomorrow if they don't know who you are at all? So you just really have to use that short form form content and then, you know, bridge the gap and, and get that buy in by the time you get to the long form content. So people will watch longer videos. You just you just have to earn that trust first. I feel like that's a message that we're just like always, you know, beating the drum at. But um, and then also just thinking holistically like that, too. I like that you touched on um, that, you know, 
you can you can have a longer form video and you know that could be your your shoot um but then also using the long term ter- the longer form video and cutting it into smaller sections and that's a really uh, effective way to invest in video too because you know if you're already getting your whole team together or you're having a video crew out to do that like you can get so many other pieces of content and kind of start putting that whole journey together so i think that was that was really good points and i think the big conclusion is that not just one video yeah you can yes. do all of them and you need all of them yes mm-hmm. but it's just the situation and the scenario has to be right for that piece of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good message. Like the, like you're saying, like not one video. Cause I feel like every time we're like, kind of like talking with clients and they have this idea, it's always like, how can we maximize our time? Like if we're going to shoot this, you know, you want this testimonial video. Well, can we shoot like multiple testimonial videos? Can we also shoot some reels that we can put together while we're there? Can we create something for your website? That's maybe more of an overview video. Like how can we like take, this time that we're going to be on site for a full day and how can we repurpose everything and like plan that out? Because I I do think to, like you were saying, like some people that have that thought process, like I just need one video and I'm good. And I think that's like been the, the big, um, I think the big thing we've been trying to stress, I know you try to stress, um, as well as like, you know, it's, it's a, it's not just a piece of content. It really is a, I know like a lot of marketing agencies and marketing companies, they don't want to say video is a, a marketing strategy, but I, I don't necessarily think that video on its own is your only option, but I think it is a piece of a strategy and not just a piece of content. Mm-hmm. So I definitely like, you know, like everything you were saying, like it makes sense and how it all kind of flows together. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, tips for when people are looking to create, you know, short form content, um, maybe just starting there with the short form content, like since that is kind of the beginning of um, the buyer's journey, the awareness phase, um, you know, just considering, you know, what platforms it's going to be on because it's got to look different and, and any, any tips about um, when you're maybe starting there to create something? I say the biggest thing is a hook. You mm-hmm. you have to get their attention instantly, especially when you're doing that short form content. They're not going to watch super far if you don't grab them instantly. So. Right creating that hook and making sure that you grab them right away is the most important. Um, and just, yeah, just doing it because let's say it's just a, a kind of small business that can't really afford a production company to come out and film some stuff for them. Just, just do it. Like you've seen terrible video go viral. Like it, like it doesn't have to be this super polished thing. Yes. You probably want to get there depending on what your brand standards are and how you want the videos to look. But at the start, especially if you don't have any money, Turn the phone around, start doing it now, and start just learning a little bit about video hooks and mm-hmm. just testing it out. Yeah, because that, that content also is is really short-lived, you know, so it doesn't have to be the highest quality production. Like, it's it's, it's more important to really have that on the, the longer form videos that are going to be on your website. And, you know, you might have that up for a few years or, you know, about your product or service or something. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are afraid of... Um, you know, just getting it perfect rather than, and then they're not doing anything rather than just, you know, trying to put something up to start getting some attention. And you could also recycle content, mm-hmm. especially if you're posting a ton of short form stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody is seeing all of it. So mm-hmm. if you want to recycle it the next month or maybe two months down the road, just post them again. That Like it will have the same kind of effect as it did in the, in the first month that you did it because when you're focusing on it, you're like, oh, I already seen this. Like, th- we're using it too much. Yeah. But nobody else is seeing it as much as you. 
So being able to reuse that content along with uh, like the long form, everything's pushing towards the long form or at least the medium form on the website. So it does make sense to make that more polished, make that a little more of an investment to make sure that the video really does what it's supposed to do. Uh, and then the, the short form just pushes onto it. Interestingly enough, we just posted a, um, a real might have been yesterday or the day before, and it was a time lapse, and we've posted it at least two other times. And I've noticed that every time we post it, we get new people that like it and comment on it. So, you know, to your point, like people that are listening, like, you know, they, sh they should experiment with that and test that and do that because I do think that, that there's a missed opportunity when something gets created, whether it be, you know, they put the time in themselves or they paid someone to do it, and they just go, okay, well, we used it, we're done. You know, mm -hmm. it's like that, you know, it's... So I think, and and so I, I guess another question too, like about some of the short form, and I noticed this like um, in some of your videos, like I noticed the hooks, like when you've done, like I've seen some of your stuff. I also noticed like a lot of, um, they're very dynamic and, and like attention grabbing, like once you get from the hook, but then I also noticed like you'll do like a lot of the text on screen mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So like, is there anything you want to add maybe about like maybe some of that, like your, the text on screen is maybe an afterthought or not afterthought, but like as a post-production thing, but then also like maybe like, um, mindset going into this, like being more dynamic and like, is there anything you would give for tips for that? Stuff comes across differently over video and over the screen because they're not getting the whole experience. They're not in there with you. So you do have to be a little more animated. You have to be a little like not yourself. And sometimes people don't like that. You have to kind of, you know, raise your voice a little bit more, be more animated, like have different facial uh, like structures and different things. So being able to just like kind of get past that weird part of, mm -hmm. I have to be kind of obnoxious, but then when it comes across on the video and with a little bit of editing, a little bit of music, then that little bit of noxiousness looks super natural and like way better than if you were to just be totally like yourself, monotone, just sitting there, just talking to the camera mm -hmm. versus being like a little bit over the top and like, yeah. let's, let's do this thing. Like I'm excited. You have to be able to portray that over the video. And it's a lot harder because you're not there in person. Yeah. So you need to like kind of take it up a little notch. And then in terms of the actual text on the screen, you just have to have captions because a lot of the time the videos are on mute to start. Mm -hmm. So your hook that you're saying, if you don't actually have that like written there or on, on the captions, they're, they're not going to see it or hear it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. being able to have at least the captions on for the first bit, then it, it might intrigue them to turn the volume on and start listening to the full thing. Is there anything you've seen like successfully, like any types of hooks or anything that you've, you've used where you're like, yeah, this was actually pretty like good at grabbing attention or anything like that? It depends. Like it depends what you're trying to talk about, like how you're trying to grab their attention. So there's resources online that you could look up, like probably just Google top 20 hooks to use in a reel or TikTok or something. Because I've seen some posts about yeah. it. I just don't know if there's an article that specifically lays them out. Mm -hmm. But If people are creating content on their own um, in the, for short form videos, how can people get those captions, going back to that, into their videos? Because I think that might be like a point of confusion. You know, you can shoot the video on your phone that's like pretty straightforward enough. But how do you go that extra step to get captions in there? So if you want the super, super dynamic captions, like where the text is 
uh, kind of like highlighted. There's emojis and like all this stuff. That's going to take some work on your end, or you have to just hire it out. Like I like to call it the Hormozy captions because Alex Hormozy was kind of the one who made those types of captions famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the really jack dude that owns Acquisition.com, and so. The easiest way I've found is to download this app called Captions. It's just a purple icon on the App Store. It's eight bucks a month or something, or if you pay for the year, you get it a little bit cheaper. But it does some of the the more dynamic ones, and that has been the easiest, most accurate, and best looking uh, like presets in there. So just kind of click it, export it, and you're good. So for the person that's just trying to like turn the phone around, do it quickly, put the captions on. I think that's the best resource for them because nobody's going to be putting in Premiere if they're trying to just quickly get it done. Right, right. Yeah, that's great advice. I think I think eight dollars a month is very reasonable for yeah. somebody, you know, small business owner or someone to be able to just have that at their disposal and mm-hmm. be able to put that together. That's that's great. Yeah, I'm sure it's a good investment because you know you're you are going to get a lot. I mean, I think when you're scrolling through it and you know maybe you're watching something and you know your your spouse or family or whatever's with you you know you don't want to just start like playing the video so if you know that you might lose someone in that circumstance if you don't have the captions in there i get yelled at for that because like (laughs) i i feel like i i like I'll be watching a YouTube video and I don't want to read the captions so I turn it on and then yeah. my wife's like watching TikTok and then I get the the you know you know put your your earbuds in you're going to turn that you know go in the other room I see that I was at a restaurant yesterday and like all of a sudden it's like it's it's shocking cuz all of a sudden you'll hear like a video play you know and it's like what's going on so captions are useful and yeah. effective <laughs> Yeah I think I think that's great I think that's great advice I what I love about this podcast like real and really i was excited to have you on too is like you know we talk about these things like here and there in different episodes and i think you know we haven't really had anybody on that does video strategy or you know and video production and i think it's great having you on reinforcing these things and really like hitting on these these topics because you know you're seeing it um every day as well and you're working with different clients and we're working with and so it's nice like you know when you think about this from the perspective of looking at different industries like we're really going going across all these different industries and it's it's a similar process no matter what these are all things that people need to be thinking about so i guess um my final question would just be you know we've covered a lot just kind of if you could maybe share just like three key um, takeaways from our discussion when people are thinking about the different types of you know formats of content like short medium and long like just what they should be thinking or how to you know get into it or anything what would you say would be like three key takeaways from what we talked about for people to keep in mind sure so i could go uh, the route of like three the three key takeaways for just kind of like hiring for video Mm -hmm. and that would be number one is if whoever you're talking to is not asking you questions about your goals, like what these are going to do and trying to, you know, strategize a little bit. Maybe they're not super forward about it being like strategy or they specifically say video strategy, but making sure that they have your best interest in mind and Mm -hmm. they want the videos to do something for you. Because if all they're doing is taking your orders, it's not really going to do much for you because you're hiring them to to get you results with the video. And if they're not asking those questions, they're not going through those types of situations with you, then that's a complete red flag. That's a great tip. Two would be if anybody is promising you or guaranteeing results, that is 
very red flag. They can guarantee some specific results, mm -hmm. but in terms of like, you're going to get these, these, these things, I would watch out for that because there's, there's no guarantee. Like random things go viral, random things happen, time of posting, like there's so many factors. Mm -hmm. So if they're so dead set on you getting these types of results, I'd be very suspicious and mm -hmm. just careful about working with them. Um, because yeah, that, that would just be a, a red flag. And then three is if you don't have the money, like I wouldn't cheap out on this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I would just start doing it. And then as you're growing, uh, that will obviously make you better on camera because if you're just doing it constantly mm -hmm. for yourself, uh, then when you do have the money to actually pay somebody to do it very well, then you'll be better on camera. It will be easier and it would just be a way better investment than if you were to pay somebody like a couple hundred bucks and try to just really scrap together a video mm -hmm. versus really, really investing in it. Because that's what it is. A lot of people think it's just, oh, I got to pay for this video. Yeah. And it's it's like this suction of money from their their business versus if you flip it around and you're like, I'm investing in this video, I'm investing in this strategy. And if you invest in the right people in the right company, it can take it to the next level. Yeah, I think that's that's a great way to look at it. I, mm -hmm. You know, I wish people, I, I wish more business owners would look at video. Like when I think of like, you're saying like an investment, I think of it like, you know, your website. Like mm -hmm. they're willing to, like most business owners are willing to invest in their website. Like, well, I have to have a website. And it's like, but then like, you're like, well, what about a video? And now, you know, now we're starting to get to a point where I think, especially with the pandemic, I think really helped advance this. Like to your point, like you need to have, you need to have a video. And I mean, I, I we always tell clients, like if your website is your digital storefront, your video is your digital salesperson. And if you're, what happens if your store is open and nobody's in there to sell for you? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's really, I mean, it's really I what like it is, you know? That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, and people value different things. So it's just the mindset of like, they're willing to pay so much money for these billboards, but they have no idea what it's doing because you can't track billboards. Videos and these types of digital marketing, there are things that you can track very closely to all the conversions, how far they watched, like you were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, and just these different statistics, and then also retargeting them. If they watched 50% of the ad, then you'd know they're at least a little bit invested. So then you could retarget them with an additional ad mm -hmm. that maybe is tweaked a little bit to try to push them over the edge, get them to the website, get them to make some sort of decision. So a lot of the old people are kind of stuck in the old ways and they're willing to spend money on that because that's what worked. Yeah. But it's not really working anymore. It's funny you said it too about the billboards because I was, I was just talking with a client recently and like they're talking about billboard space was like, was going to be like what did they what were they saying it was like thousands and thousands and thousands it was, of dollars it was like twelve thousand dollars per month for a sixth of the billboard so like if they wanted to run you know i mean just i mean two months at twenty four thousand dollars and i and then i see who's on that billboard like they, this client wasn't but like i drove by it to look and i see who's on there and i'm thinking like you're gonna spend you know 12 to 24 to 36 whatever maybe thousand dollars but then when they want to have a video created for the website, which they already pay for, or their social media, which is free. And you're like, oh, it's going to be, could be like, oh, give them a price. Like maybe it's a couple thousand, maybe it's more than that. And they're like, no, nah, I don't want to spend that. It's like, mm -hmm. but you'll, you'll spend 12 to 24. And to your point, not even know who's even who looking knows at it. Yeah, exactly. So 
Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of education around video and we appreciate, you know, people like you where it's like you, you want to, you want to make sure that, um, you know, when people are investing in a video, it's going to work for them and, you know, it's going to be successful and, and at least can, you know, help them continue on, onto their goals. So, um, so we really appreciate it. Yeah. So for everyone listening or watching, like where, where can they learn more about you or, you know, if you want to give your website, social media, let them know, you know, how they can connect with you. For sure. So I'll break the fourth wall here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go to our website, we serve faith-based organizations and nonprofits, and we help them make an unforgettable impression through world-class visual storytelling. And that's all fancy stuff to just say, we make cool videos for faith-based and nonprofits because they get swept under the rug. Nobody's really looking and serving them properly. And we want to make sure that they're being served properly just because you're a faith-based or nonprofit does not mean that your media can lack, that your social media can lack. You deserve all the best stuff too. So that's what we're looking to serve. And so if you head over to www.dm.productions, there's no .com, there's no anything at the end, we'll come up and you could reach out, hopefully do something. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much again for being on, on Dom. It's been really cool to continue to learn from you um, and we really appreciate it. Of course, thank you. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.